Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Friday, December 30th. And we are literally on the cusp of the new year. About ready to send out 2022, which has been, yeah, it's been an experience. 2023 is going to be even more exciting. <laughs> if you think it was crazy before. I think this year we're going to look at killer robots, uh, rogue AI. We're going to start seeing um, creatures from deep down under the earth start coming up and sucking the blood out of people. Who knows what's going to happen? Space aliens. Got to have the whole thing this year. This is it. The 2023 year, the exciting year of the great reveal. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? But I do know this. I will tell you this. Absolutely. Going into 2023, you better be well prepared because it's going to get a little bit crazy. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Absolutely. That's what we need. It's a fantastic little toy and tool to help practice. Now, Patriots, we're having kind of a normal crazy day. I wanted to play this for you. This is a piece by Clay Higgins. He's the congressman for Louisiana. I actually helped him on his original campaign a little bit back in 2016. Really interesting perspective when you pay attention to what he says about where are all the congressmen. Take a listen. No, we've done everything we can to stop this one point. $8 trillion omnibus spending bill. It, it should piss off every American. That these guys, these career politicians, these establishment guys, these thieves in suits, they're stealing your money, and they're not even here. I'm telling you, the hallway is empty. A lot of members of the House of Representatives are not present. They'll be voting by proxy to spend $1.8 trillion that we don't have. God bless us one and all. He's a good man. Interesting guy. Uh, he was a sheriff, if you didn't know, and um, had a really good media campaign against illegals and drug dealers down there. We made some good impact. But I find that very intriguing. It's something we've been talking about for some time. Where is everybody? Dr. Lee Merritt on her Telegram site today posted a number of photos showing downtown D.C. Now, I don't know if any of you have been downtown D.C., but I'm going to tell you that place is always busy. And this is the thing I say. They've got a bunch of patriots out there like, what's going on? There's a little bit of activity. People are working from home. Nothing's normal in D.C., trust me. It's not normal. And there, people are having a hard time, I think, right now, accepting the most obvious things. And they're trying to build stories onto them and make up fantasies. 
Like, well, you know, the congressmen, they're just working from home. All right, then explain to me why there's fences and why a lot of the buildings are boarded up. That's just, I'd like that answer because it's true. So there's a lot of strangeness happening, and he's pointing out one of them. I, my personal opinion, and I would like to, you know, it would be great to paint a story and go, they're all in Gitmo, folks, and we have no proof of that, but I do have a pretty strong inclination at the very least these people have switched into continuity of government mode, which means they've all gone into the damn bunker waiting for the whole thing to fall apart while they work from remote and only select ones get to go down there while they leave everybody else out here to supposedly die, which won't happen. It won't happen, but that's kind of their mentality because they they have known, very frankly, what has happened and what has been happening with this vax, and that's the big one. The vax is killing people left and right. The numbers are devastating right now, truly devastating. Take a listen to this piece by... Edward Dowd, this is, uh, this is powerful, and this is just the beginning of more to come. Walk me through uh, your latest, sir, on this on the breaking the narrative of the vax. Yeah, sure, no problem, Steve. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, my team and I are meeting today to discuss what I'm going to discuss today before we put it on our website. But the bottom line is this. There's a, a very uh, distinct relationship between disabilities and the vaccine uptake. Uh, since February of 21, uh, the uh, employed population of our country has been basically poisoned. That's what the numbers suggest. And the uh, correlation in the increase in disability rate is about 0.90 for 16 to 64 in the employed civilian labor force. Um, it's less of a correlation for over 65. It's about 0.6. That makes sense because the disability rate of the civilian labor force is much lower. So. What we're seeing is basically, since the release of the vaccines, a huge um, uh, increase in the disabilities, the disability rates of particularly the employed of the country, and the, the numbers just keep getting worse and worse. So uh, we'll be dropping this, this stuff soon, probably today or tomorrow on our website. Uh, so people can read it and analyze. Could it. there be any it's other? That's a pretty. That's a pretty harsh. When you say poisoned the working, uh, uh, the working population, that's a pretty tough charge could there be anything else in your mind that could cause if cause this correlation sir sure so obviously uh cor uh correlation is not causation but in the absence of any other expl explanation at, at a base minimum there's a health crisis in this country something's going on that's causing the employed of our country to experience disabilities at a, at a much higher rate than the rest of the general population. So until someone ex can explain to me that there's a new virus that only goes out to the employed that work in corporations with mandates or mid-sized companies with mandates, I'd, I'd love to hear that. And I'll uh, definitely take that under consideration. But in my humble opinion, and I told Senator Ron Johnson this uh, privately, this is a national security concern, bottom line. So Patriots, his numbers as of yesterday were 7,500 people a day. 2,500 a day dying, 5,000 a day being disabled out of the workforce. We'll talk more about that after the prayer. Prayers up, and here we go. Heavenly Father, we are here today blessed, honored, humbled before you, completely in, in a heart of just a bit of an art, heart of pain as we witness this devastation to our nation and the innocence that took this vax, and they're just dropping 
like flies, literally. So we pray for these these souls, Father. Just pray for them. We just pray that they can find their way to Christ. We pray that they can find their will to repent. We just pray for them. This has been a this is a government that's gone completely off the rails, a completely tyrannical government that has made a decision to eradicate a large percentage of the population. And by the numbers that we're seeing now, the latest research showing 7,500 people a day, about 2,500 dying and 5,000 approximately being disabled. We are heading into a cataclysmic moment for our nation, Father. This is truly a moment of atonement for our country. Because with this sort of pairing out and gutting of the workforce, this will mean close to 5 million people next year from where we are now to where we get next year, close to 5 million people that will no longer be working. This is devastating to an economy. And of course, Father, that's going to open the door for the calls and requests and interest in using robotics and AI and artificial life forms to run this world, which is exactly their design. So this is really a time, Father, we pray for a heavy justice to come sweeping through this land. We pray for the mercy on those that are holding fast with Jesus, mercy for those that are wandering in the desert. Pray for a heavy-handed justice to those that have committed this crime or been part of this crime. Or worse yet, the cowards, Father, that have had no will to stand up to the evil and do the right thing when they knew what was right and they knew what was right in their hearts. This is a stain and a sin that will carry heavy on humanity for a long time. And whether or not this nation survives is hard to say. It's, it's very much in, in memory of, a, of the place where Habakkuk was when he was speaking to you. And so to echo those sentiments, Father, it's hard for us to witness the destruction of a nation. It's hard to witness the destruction of a people. But we also know that through you, no matter how difficult times are, it's the true love and the purity of the moment that keeps us going. These times right now, we're going to need our faith in you, our depth in prayer more than ever. We need to be reminded of Luke 17, 3 to 4. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times saying, I repent, forgive him. We're going to need that level of compassion and discernment as we go forward. We are going to need to be able to discern those that are willing to repent and come to Jesus from those that simply cast him out and walk away. And we're going to have to be clear in this path and be aware that there's going to be many that are going to try to lie and twist and and maneuver their ways into the grace of people's view. Manipulate, using their words and their tongues to, to try to steal a place into heaven. We know that it won't work, but we have to be on our guard. We've already been seeing it. We see it with voices that are percolating up in the media, wealthy voices speaking out boldly against trafficking and against this or that, only to find out that they have so many hidden skeletons in the closet. And so again, we need to use our discernment. If people are not walking with Jesus 
and they're not willing to step across that line to accept Christ in their life, there's going to have a, come a point when they're going to have to make the decision on where they stand. Right now, our nation is being shaken. It's being shredded in certain levels. We have evil that's now in the open. We have good that's now trying to reclaim a foothold, but seeing this evil loudly and violently come into the space. We pray for the reality to sit on people's hearts and, and what they see, to quit thinking that this is some sort of evil that's a timid evil. This evil has no limits to what it will do. Anybody who performs acts of exploitation, rape, ritual abuse, or sacrifice on children or sees it in their role to groom a child for future sexual exploitation, that is an evil that we must comprehend what it means. It is deeper and worse than anything we've ever seen, and it has no limits and no bounds. And while we are glad to pray for the souls to come across and to repent before Jesus and to walk that way, until that happens, they stand on the opposite side, Father. And so we are praying for the mightiness of the sword of the Spirit to crush this. And we don't ask for you to do this, but to work through us. We have put ourselves on the front line. So often when we talk about walking in the authority of Jesus, we forget that Jesus also flipped tables and pulled out a whip. And there is a time for both. The mightiness of the sword of steel, the mightiness of the sword of spirit is a balance we must find. One foot in the trench, one foot in kingdom. And so, Father, we pray for this clarity to settle on people's hearts more and more, to find that mighty fire of righteousness that will burn within them, to understand that it is acceptable and, in fact, expected that we will speak truth boldly into this world, that we will not stand for this evil, and nor are we expected to be a doormat. We have to rebuke our public officials that are defending this evil, even if they say, well, we're just trying to keep the peace. That has nothing to do with anything. This demonic force is settling in and using the protection of law to keep themselves active and growing. These demonic beings and these corrupt and hedon, hedonist ways that they're doing need to be cast out of the society altogether. There's no place for them. And the greatest stain that we have right now is an unwillingness in our political body to say anything against it for fear of not having a vote. We've seen this in both parties. One party's completely infected with these devils. The other party, this bipolar insanity that we live in, this other party is now embracing these devils. One is saying, I promise I'll be good. The other is saying, we openly want to groom kids. They both are going to end up being at the same place. So, Father, we just pray for us as people to stand boldly in this hour, to stand up to this evil, and have the courage to call it out and to not comply in any form, to rebuke our public officials, to rebuke our police for defending it, and to take action locally to strip away their right to defend it and instead be forced to stand with God or leave the ranks and file in which they are in. These actions now have to settle upon our heart and our desires and our soul and our communities as we move forward. Guide our hand in this coming year, Father. Bless the families, all of them, that are out here fighting. Blessings to all the children and the prayers for healing of the children that have been exposed to this nonsense. And may 2023 rise up to be a mightier year in the 
bringing together of everybody that walks and seeks Jesus within the body of Christ. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll tell you, we need a powerful 2023, and that is ultimately where we are headed. I wanted to follow up on those numbers from Ed Dowd because he was on Brighty on yesterday with Mike Adams. It's devastating. We're talking 7,500 people a day, 2,500 dying, 5,000 in disabled, being disabled by this vax. And that's going to translate to about 2.7, 2.7 million people by year's end. Now, that's, that's absolutely incredible. I want to read this. This is from on yesterday. It says, warning from Ed Dowd, 7,500 Americans are killed or disabled each day. Ed Dowd, author of Cause Unknown. By the way, I have that book. If you haven't picked up a copy, you need to pick up a copy. It's incredible. It's a great coffee cook coffee um, table book too to sit there and let your guests sit down and waiting for their their hors d'oeuvre or their dessert and they're flipping through this cool little book only to be shocked by all the statistics that show that the shot that they took is going to kill them (laughs) that's what you do over christmas and new year's right there hey mom dad you want to see this anyway um he says, join me in an interview last night. This is Mike Adams saying an updated and a slightly horrifying numbers about the post-vaccine excess fatalities and excess disability claims. The short version of that conversation is that each day in America, there are about 2,500 excess deaths and 5,000 excess disability claims due to COVID vaxes, the COVID-19 vax. This means on average about 7,500 Americans are removed from the potential labor pool each day. One of the more startling realizations is that all this is that the United States of America is suffering the early stages of, here's the word, de-civilization. It is a de-civilization event. Not merely temporary, not merely a temporary bump in the road. That term refers to dismantling of the critical, complex pillars of a modern advanced civilization, rendering it unable to function. Ed Dow calls this the glacial Mad Max scenario. It's going to get very bad, but not all at once. The slow, steady erosion of the pillars of civilization will become increasingly apparent over time as another 2.7 million people are killed or disabled by the vaccine each year. It's a steady decline. You wonder why we've been talking about getting skills, getting prepped, getting yourself ready to separate from the main economy. They're going to keep this clown show going as long as they can. They're going to keep people focused on Twitter. They want you to watch the Twitter dot drops. They're going to keep you spun up about the omnibus bill. They're going to keep the satanic freaks, the transgender freakazoids, and the LGBTQ nut jobs out here in the streets screaming about grooming kids because they figure you won't do anything, but you'll just get upset and focus on them. And everybody's missing the big thing. People are dying, and the United States is being dismantled, literally 7,500 people a day. That's incredible, and it's not something to take lightly. It gets should double down in your efforts to get yourself well-prepared at home. It's essential and not play around. And don't say these things to disturb people, but it, truth is truth, okay? So I want you to hear this piece. This comes from a drag queen protest in New York. This was crazy. 
drag queen people were out there doing their grooming stuff, and they had a group of patriots come up with other mothers just to protest. The drag queen came across the street. The drag queen protesters, which are Antifa and a bunch of other freaks, came across the street and tried to attack the uh, conservative protesters, the Christian protesters. And, of course, the NYPD escorted the Christian protesters away from the scene. Good go, NYPD. Take a listen to this. Really, in particular, I, I did clip it a little bit here at the beginning so you don't hear the cuss word, but you know what this guy is saying. And this is, the, the, this is literally where we are in the vitriol of the moment of how intense the, and how, how emotional people are getting around these situations, and rightfully so, in my opinion. If I see the mother like that from my house, I'd kill him. I'm not going to plant a seed to confuse a child. If a child wants to grow up as an adult and have a lifestyle, then so be it. They are an adult, and that's between them and God. But as a child, I am not going to confuse them. And it's not them doing anything to anybody. If anything, they are protecting what's left of this country. Because this country's done. It's unfortunate. Every last one of you are going to lose your freedoms anyway. So she was referring to the uh, guys that were protecting her, which were all conservatives, those around her. And then at the end, she's pointing across the street, telling the LGBT folks, this country's done and you all are going to lose your rights. Unfortunately, I think she's spot on. But with that said... There's always hope in our role and what we're intended to be here. It doesn't matter what the form of government is. What matters is our mission doesn't change. And that's literally we're serving God and the Father God every single day. That's the most important thing that we do because, frankly, we're going to go through some tumultuous times here. And that's where we've got to detach ourselves from the emotions of politics and focus ourselves on the mission that Father God gave us. I want to close with this really nice piece here, honoring the kingdom daily. Well, good morning, good morning. What a beautiful day, another day to be giving glory to God and bringing more to the kingdom of God. That's what it's all about. That's the deeper meaning of life, is understanding that God our creator is real and that he dwells within each and every one of us. However, some have submitted their lives to their own desires, their own needs, their own wants. And they've turned away from God. And they've trusted in themselves and in man too much. See, God loves you. And he wants you to flee from sin. He wants you to flee from your way. But to the unbelievers, Satan has got a grip on you. You have to let go of that because Satan will work in your heart too. Satan wants nothing more than to use you to further his own agenda, well, which is just to destroy me and you, to steal our souls. Because see, the battle is in your mind. And while we wrestle back and forth with disagreements or misunderstandings or whatever the case may be, the battle is up here. And the prize is your soul. You know, there are two, there are multiple wars going on, but there's multiple sides to this war there's a matrix side and then there's a side where people are trying to come to truth and on either side there is divisiveness and division that's being injected intentionally on the matrix side trying to keep them asleep and in the matrix and on our side preventing us 
from waking those up. So if we're wrestling against one another, that's just merely a distraction of Satan so that you look crazy and stupid. We're all coming to truth, to the light. Unfortunately, many are stuck in the darkness, are stuck in Satan, the God of this age, right here, right now, Satan's deception. And he works in here and in here. In the military, the most important thing to do when taking an objective is gaining a good solid foothold. Don't let the enemy gain a foothold in your heart and in your mind. Allow God to convict you. Allow God to gain the foothold in your heart and mind because he created you. God bless each and every one of you. The war is real. War is definitely real, patriots. And it's going to continue right from day one, starting in 2023. So I want you all, I'm blessing you all and wishing you all a very happy new year. I'll have a show, obviously, Sunday night. We'll have our shows tonight. We're going to have Dr. Lee Merritt on tonight, part one and two. So there'll be a two-part Bards FM tonight. That'll bring in the new year. And then Sunday evening, peace be still as normal. So, Patriots, thank you all. Thank you. It's been an incredible year this last year, 2022. And we're going to continue to grow and do great things in 2023. And a many, many thanks and from the bottom of my heart for all of your support and continued to sharing this channel and to walking and growing in this space with Jesus. It's beautiful. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM Part 1 and Bards FM Part 2 with Dr. Lee Merritt. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. 
securely the opening vistas of space, promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 